Welcome, everybody, to the Why I Did It podcast with your boy, Dr. Walid Dipemani, and my boy, Osama Asake. How are we doing today, Osama? How's things? I'm good, I'm good. I'm setting up a tent today because I'm going to be hiding from ChatGPT for the rest of the week. <laughs> You've been too involved in it. Tell me, fill me in about that. How's ChatGPT for? Yeah. Here, you just basically got access to it. I did, I did. So I got access to the 4.0 ChatGPT, and it's quite interesting. It's, it's a lot better than 3.5. Like, I don't think people realize how better it is. Mm-hmm. People say like it was a rushed move, but like it's way better than 3.5. Tell us a bit more about that. How so? So one thing that yeah, 4.0 and the paid plus member version allows you to do is like essentially scrape like URLs. So you can send it, give it a link and it can basically go to that link and take information out of it and give you an answer. It can nice. take audio, it can take images, it can take... A lot more things than a normal text-based only ChatGPT editor. So basically yeah. that gives it access to so many other things. And like even video transcriptions, it does that. Really? So wow, it'll be impressive. pretty cool. I think it'll, like, it's crazy how one company is getting out like so advanced, like algorithms. Especially like, you know, you got Google, you got Apple, like all of them have some sort of AI, but you know, they're not competing anywhere near. I feel like Apple is way behind with all this. Well, <laughs> yeah, still they try to focus on Siri and like, honestly, instead of like letting the, uh, I think what the main problem with them is they kept everything like closed sourced. And because yes. of that, there's no innovation that happens from outside of Apple. So I think it's working against them now. Yeah, definitely. It is. Have you noticed, sorry to interrupt, basically, I remember when Siri first came into play, I remember I used to ask her basic questions and she was able to answer it. You know, if I was to say mm-hmm. like, tell me Kanye West's most, you know, hit song or something like that. Now, when you ask a question like that, she'll say, I found a, an answer for you on the website. And uh, she, she used to actually respond to you and give you some sort of answer, but it doesn't seem like she's doing that anymore. And I think it's because they don't have a connection maybe with uh, the search engines and stuff. What's your thoughts on that? Well, it's, I think it's interesting because like I had a person who worked at like Amazon, I knew a guy and he's like, we basically stopped that. What was it called? They had an Echo project, Amazon Echo. Yep. Um, remember that. Because, um, yeah, because basically like they weren't able to bring it up to the point where like, I guess Bezos wanted it to, you know, order things for you and be your assistant and sell you the smart home. Yep. Apple's kind of taken a similar ride. Like I do have a lot of Apple stuff, like for me, even that light behind me is kind of connected to HomeKit, but yep. In honesty, I never use the, I'm not going to say the words because she's just going to pop up, but I'm not going to use You don't that. use it. I use it all the time. <laughs> I don't. I never use it. Like, it's it's so terrible. Like, honestly, it's so bad at, like, getting the right words. Like, sometimes I'm yes. driving, I'm like, hey, can you send, like, a text message? And it just messes it up. The only thing yes. I'm going to use it for is to activate voice memos. And then I'm talking yeah. and person receives that voice memo and they can listen to it. But yep. it's like, it makes me want to rush a message. So, like, I have to, like, you know, start like, hey, send a message, whatever. And I have to really get it out quickly because if I stop for one second just to think what I'm saying, yeah. it stops. And it's like, that's not normal. Like, that shouldn't be the way. It should still listen to you and say, hey, are you done? And complete and send a few messages. It's just so yeah. behind. I don't know. They've they've definitely dropped the ball in multiple things. Apple, like, now that I'm dealing yes. with them as a developer, it's, it's mad. It's honestly so stupid. Especially in this day and age, because like, like I said, I did notice like with, with certain commands, like I use her all the time for like, say, you know, play music, turn the lights on, turn the lights off. She seems to respond all right with that. But when it comes to like asking her things that can be easily searched, the Google Chrome seems to be much better with getting a response for you. But I think because it became such a close network that it's working against them. And now that chat GPT has come along, that's probably obviously going to dominate the market and all. But can you tell us a bit more about 
what ChatGPT4 can do and like the difference between that and is it worth actually paying the extra money to jump on ChatGPT4 or should you just stick to the standard one? Well, I mean, I think probably let's answer the first one. Is it worth paying for? I think at the moment, no, if you don't have anything that's like outstanding, like if you don't use it for professional work, I think if you do use it for professional work, you will have better output than the next person who does use it. So you will then compete with them on better output, better responses, more thorough answers. I think for that, like if I was a recruiter, if I was somebody in copywriting, marketing, I I would pay for it 100%. Now, as for the average user, I don't think they should, not yet, because there's not enough plugins to justify it. But there's going to be a point where, you know, my friend, which we might actually get him on the podcast at some point to talk about it, but he's creating this essentially like tool that allows you to use your database for integrating with ChatGPT. So instead of having old data, now you actually get new data based on your specific company or business or model. I think using that part of ChatGPT4 is worth it. I think using it for video and stuff that's not currently offered by ChatGPT 3.5 is worth it. But for the general consumer who's not really going to use that more than just small questions and answers, I yeah. wouldn't pay for it. But it'll be interesting to see how the Bing kind of comes up because I think they're using 4.0 and it's kind of free. So I'm not sure how that's going to basically incentivize people to pay for 3.5 or 4 when you have free Bing. Is it Bing? Okay, well, Bing? Uh, it's Bing, Bing, Bing yeah. yeah. So on that note, actually, the worst one is actually Google Bard, is it? That's a, the mm. new... I haven't tested it. It just sounds so bad. <laughs> Bard. <laughs> like, this doesn't roll off your tongue. Google Lard. Um, yeah, literally. It sounds like that. Now, the question is this. You said with the chat GPT-4. Now, can you use it? Say, for example, you have a website, okay? Your own website. And you've been designing it yourself and you've been writing your own blogs and all. Would you be able to paste to URL and then get it to do like a word search and to like check for any spelling errors or even grammar errors. Yes, Is that possible? Yes. That, that's awesome. That's Which actually really good actually. We'll basically destroy things like I think we'll destroy things like Grammarly and other stuff once it yeah. gets to that point. And that's what I was telling you, like there's a lot of softwares that come out there and they work their ass yeah. off trying to get like a good solution like Grammarly. And then like yeah. this thing comes around and scans the entire internet and knows everything is like whoop. You know, it is sad, try it is again. sad but try like, again. you have to be aware of it. Yeah, no, 100%, definitely. And if they don't innovate or like, I don't know, it's dominating the market. Look, to be honest with you, I'm happy with that because it's going to be so useful to the consumer to use. And uh, I think it combines because otherwise, look, with all these new AI platforms that are coming out, this pretty much is like the mothership of them all. It just makes it so much easier, you know, so like, you can easily ask it to, you know, paraphrase or, you know, do some grammar check on one thing. And then it can even like, you know, you can ask it to do you an itinerary for a trip overseas. So well, it just makes things so much easier. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to have so many subscriptions to so many different types of platforms. Whereas you've got one particular platform. Yes, it's going to have the monopoly of it. But if it's useful for the user, I'm willing to use that instead. Yeah, I think it, it has a lot of like room to reduce subscriptions, but don't forget yeah. that it is a subscription and with those models, they always get more expensive. Of um, course. So it becomes a not feasible model for them if they want to keep it. But what I'm interested yeah. about is actually the spin-offs of ChatGPT, which is basically like now that ChatGPT was able to scrape all the data of the internet and then kind of funnel it down to like this tailored model. Yeah. Now people are coming and stealing that tailored model and trying to train their own jet models on top of that. For them, course, it costs yeah. them nothing to do. Like it's like there was Stanford, I think it was Stanford or MIT. One of them had like an actual model that was trained in six hours and it showed like really, really good, reasonable results. But all, all it was, it was actually trained on ChatGPT. 
So it's like, yeah. it's like if you build a house, you spend years trying to figure out a way of building a house. I'll yeah. come have a look at it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. I'm going to go build my house. It takes me like two days, took you two years because exactly. you've taken all the hard work. So I yes. think it will give more room for competition and hopefully more like an open way of doing AI, which is kind of the original model they didn't get, you know, yep. stuck into. Yep. But yeah, I think it'll which be interesting. Is- which is basically like, it's become the biggest topic of discussion these days, like talking to my patients. And to be honest with you, the consensus is that some people find it useful. Others are also obviously worried because that's going to take over a lot of jobs and all. My personal opinion is that if it can save you so much time, and I see it like Google in more of a human form, rather than Google, which puts out for you an answer, this one will talk to you about the answer and will give you more of a concise response. And it can save you so much time having to do all that research and everything. So people should actually, you know, jump on it and use it to their advantage. Because I know a lot of people are not aware of how powerful it is. And it can save them so much time from a productivity perspective. And as you know, you and I are both very into productivity. And we want to make sure that we save as much time as possible. So it's going to, you know, eliminate and bypass a lot of mundane jobs and all. But has it reached a stage right now where... Is it capable of doing, uh, say, for example, I know you got DALI 2, which is going to be the, the place where you can do graphic design and everything, but are they going to be on the same level as, say, you know how Adobe's got their own suite now where it's going to be AI, graphic design and all like that? Is Are they going to be taking that direction as well, you reckon? So why do you want it? It's good goddamn business. And if I don't buy it, Someone else will, and that will be very, very bad for my business. Sorry about that. Yes. No, no. Yes. I look, I think, I think it will replace some jobs. Like there's no doubt we had that conversation a few days ago. I think you and I over dinner, but I'm not sure. Like, I think. With more models, there's going to be more competition. Just like the internet, there was a few sites that were selling one thing, and now there's a million sites selling everything. There'll yeah. be more competition. There'll be more. And there's no doubt about the fact that I believe there's a lot of jobs that will be replaced when somebody comes up with a better way. I think, for example, like customer service is an easy one to replace. I don't see how it, yeah. hard could it be, like for you know, in replacing a whole team with three people that can take over when the algorithm gets stuck. Yeah. Yeah, even two people, one person, who knows? But like, I generally think that that could be an easy way to like replace things. Um, I think video editing, like a big one. I reckon there's a lot of like, like I'm using Descript to like change a lot of the podcasting audio and fix a lot of errors that we have. And yeah. you know, it does use AI. It cuts through like you know all the ums and buts and whatnot. So I think it's pretty good. Um, video editing, Impressive. so photo. I think Canva's doing their own AI. So. They already have the background remover and whatnot, but what stops yeah. them from like AI putting like our social media post from Instagram and flipping it over to Facebook to blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, yeah. And actually that's one interesting thing. I realized that Canva is missing one big thing. It's like every, every time they make something, it's like one dimension, like this is an Instagram post and I could be wrong. Yes. Maybe they don't have the option. Maybe yeah. they do have it and never looked into it. But I reckon in that same project, they should allow you to create the yeah. post and the story and that in the same gotcha. one. So yeah. when you download it, it downloads all of them together. Yes, exactly. But yeah, no, it's like different you have to make a different project for everyone. I'm like, come on, Kappa, yeah. you got this. Like, I have your T-shirt yeah. somewhere there. You should get on top of it. <laughs> but no, you were involved in the beta version, weren't you? Uh, yeah, and I got the duck. I have a duck. <laughs> exactly, multi-billion dollar company. And to thank you, they got you a duck <laughs> and a T-shirt. But I gotta say, I, I do like Canva. Like, it really had 
simplified a lot of things in life, especially like, for example, the other day, you know, creating a pitch deck, you could easily just do with this so many nice formats there and all. I think one company that needs to take a page out of all of this is the Adobe Suite mm -hmm. because it's so complex and a lot of people are jumping on, you know, doing their own graphic design, trying to do create their own content and everything, and they need to simplify it. And I want to give a shout out actually to Figma because Figma to me was probably one of the best ones I've ever used in regards to simple graphic design and all. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And we know that Adobe is like, obviously is very technical, but they need to take that pathway as well. Cause otherwise they're going to miss out, you know? So like, and I'm noticing like any, every program, every software is integrating on AI. Like the other day I jumped on Wix as well. I was writing content and it just came up with a little bubbles, like, you know, AI, like an integrated content creating part. I didn't choose it yet, but I can see that basically where is it? Everybody's integrating that. So we just have to accept it. It's great. It's going to come along and we'll see where the future takes us from that. Did you hear about the company in China where they actually yes, I was literally going to ask you about it. I was, I was literally <laughs> about to ask you about it. Cause like they've hired yeah. like, they, I think they put like one CEO was ChatGPT, and then they had like another thing, but uh, yeah, like when what was it? I think it was CEO and CTO actually, mm. let's look it up. I'm going to pull it up right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, they it's actually like replaced like, it. Like they trusted that. Yeah. And their stock boomed, like actually right after they did that, um, true. their stock boomed, like crazy boom. Yeah. But what I was interested actually interesting. on that note of China is like, have you seen that TikTok trial thing? Like the TikTok hearing? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Quite yeah, interesting. Yeah, exactly. Quite interesting. What do you think about it? Yeah, they, I think, what is it? There's a lot of controversy about it because obviously that it's not an American based company and America, obviously they're the pretty much anti-China. So when there's a company that's dominating the world in the social media platform, they're going to be against it. But let's be honest, which social media platform hasn't done what they're doing? It started off with Facebook. It's literally the Meta, that literally like, started Meta does that to every single company. You know, even Meta's trying exactly. to uh, Let's go through Facebook, actually. Let's, let's, let's put up, this, let's is the Facebook. Yeah, that's a good one. this is called the Facebook files. We'll just do this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, the Facebook files. So first thing they do is, if you can't be, beat them, you buy them, right? That was perfect for mm. like Instagram, right? So they couldn't yeah. beat them, they bought them. This is yeah. like step number one. Step number two, if you can't beat them and you can't buy them, what do you do? Copy them. You try and basically drown them or copy them, yeah. Copy them, no, no, <laughs> they copy them one-to-one. -one. So that's Snapchat, yeah. Snapchat, yeah, they yeah. went to this, yeah. the founder of Snapchat, they're like, hey, we're gonna buy your account, buy your thing. He's like, no, I'm not selling it immediately. Yeah copied it. So the disappearing message, boop, they did the whole thing. Stories, exactly. boop, they did the whole yeah. thing. Then yeah. they did the same thing for, who was it? I think it was Be Real, you know, Be Real, a photo, you take a picture in the background yeah, picture. Yeah. It's all the exact same well. thing. Same, you can check it, check your Instagram, take a photo. Yeah, you have yeah, a way enough, to, they couldn't steal like, like the actual no post without a post. Cause that's Be Real. Like you can't yeah. see your friends until you post it. But what yeah. they did is they're like, they stole the actual one feature of it. And yep. I think they tried yep. to steal YouTube by doing the IGTV. Do you remember that? IGTV? Yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so IGTV was kind of like wow. a way to steal from YouTube. And there was last yeah. one, one last one. What was it? I think it was the voice. Oh, no, that was Twitter. Twitter did the whole stealing from, what was it called? That the thing that like went TikTok. up in House Party? 
Have you been on house party before? I remember house party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was like instance. <laughs> it was in COVID. COVID. Yeah. So what? What Twitter actually stole that? Stole it one to one. Stole like house parties, voice, wow. voice rooms, whatever. They stole it one to one. So no, like if anyone can say stuff like America, American companies can't say yeah, yeah. it. It's just not possible. Like, yeah. They've done that before. Yeah. It's. I, I think it's obviously yes. There's a lot of fear of using obviously with now comp- China competing with America there's going to be a lot of um, yes. tension built on that yeah. and I completely understand that and they have every right to question it especially in their own country yeah. it's like we have a right yeah. in Australia to question what comes up in any other country I completely yeah. agree with that yeah. but in terms of innovation I'll be honest with you the onus is on the people like uh, my uh, opinion on that one is if you know that this um, is doing all this I wouldn't want to jump on it you know I wouldn't want to be part of it or not like look for many years now I haven't been using Facebook purely because it started off as a beautiful platform. Now it's become literally just a, a data grabbing platform, just taking literally all your information that I don't, unfortunately, you know, we have to use it, but I don't want to be part of it at all. And they're the worst, you know, Instagram is the same thing as well. We need a new social media that will just change the game. Something that would just bring things the way it used to be, where you can actually just socialize with your family and friends rather than just being bombarded by constant, literally advertising. And but yeah, they'll like you know be real. You know how you bought a be real. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna last much because they don't uh, have a way to monetize it. They can. I mean, they can always push ads for the people that don't want to like put their own photos up. Like you have to see an ad and then you see your friends. Like that's not hard for them to do. But it's supposed to be an instant thing. So like right now, if you were both on it, you and I will get a reminder. We have to do it in that moment. <laughs> and that's what I mean. Like if you don't do it, then you have to see an ad instead. Like it can be like a reward system. Like there's there's nothing stopping them from doing it. But I do think yeah. like. I don't know. This is like a trend, right? Like it's when your grandma's mm-hmm. on that platform, you're out or your mom or dad yeah. is on the platform, whatever, whichever one, right? Like yeah. usually yeah. if your grandma started, you know, having Facebook, you're like, that's too old. And if it's the same thing yes. with your mom and dad. So I think yeah. now that people as mom and dads are on TikTok, they're going to be, kids are going to go out somewhere else. That's where yeah, we real came around. I think they came around is something that parents are too busy. They don't have time to post their own photos, you know, at their time that they want to, people have jobs and like kids. Is it growing in numbers much? I have actually, let's check it right now. I'm going to open mine and see if there's anybody on it. But then it's going to ask me to take a photo. I don't like that. See, first thing it wants is like, send me notification. I'm like, I don't want that. It's happening everywhere. Let's have a look here. So what's happening with Be Real? Let's see. I'm going to check now if anybody's on it. Just kids. Everybody on it is literally kids. Literally. Okay. So B-Real has 2.7 million downloads in the US, and uh, but those numbers have jumped up to about 20 million. So there's a lot of yeah people using it. This is, honestly, it's interesting. I'm telling you, whoever's yeah. on it at the moment are literally kids. Yeah. I'm just having a look. But that's the thing. Like Kids became, is eventually become the cool thing, and then next thing is everybody's on it. But it's not entertaining. Like It's just photos. So I think... TikTok has its place, and I think YouTube is going to have to really grind it up to catch up with TikTok. And that's what they're offering. And now they're saying, hey, you know, we're going to monetize Reels. We're going to give you more money if you do Reels. Not more money, but like a better money than before if you do Reels and so on. Yeah, yeah. If they do that, I'll give it them instead. But look, for you, you know which platform you and I love, and that's YouTube. So we... We love YouTube, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't think I'm moving away from YouTube anytime soon, but... In saying that, you never know, like, there's always big companies. Exactly. You know um, how they say you don't want to meet your hero? <laughs> yes, you don't want to meet your hero. <laughs> yeah, Actually, look, maybe, you this, maybe you do. Maybe you do. Well, yes, exactly. They can help us 100% in this situation and all. Yeah. 
But in other news as well, so what's your thoughts on, you know how where Elon Musk uh, is a little bit disappointed with the way ChatGPT's direction is heading, because he was obviously involved in the first part. But, you know, one side of him, he's anti-AI being pushed so fast with the worry of like what it could do to, you know, humanity. And then on the other hand, he's the one that introduced the blue tick <laughs> with an extra charge. So, you know, one minute he's, you know, more fixated on finance, other minute he wants to, you know, save humanity and not push AI actually, in the bad direction. That's, What's that's, that's a about? perfect actually thing that I almost forgot about Facebook. They literally copied that verified thing from Twitter. They're like, oh, people yeah. can pay for verified. Hmm. Yeah. Wonder what we yeah. can do next. Stole it. Yeah, exactly. We're um, literally right now. So how much is it to take? $25 a month? Australian. Unbelievable. And, and you know what's funny people is people are paying people for it. No. People are literally paying really? for it. Like I had a friend that, you know, I obviously won't say who, but like, <laughs> you know, he's he's literally like on it. Like, so I tried Twitter and I said that last, the last episode, I actually tried it. I canceled it this month. I was like, it didn't make any difference. I just wanted to see by subscribing to it, would it make a better reach? Because to me, if it did, then it's yes. worth it because it's cheaper than ads and I would pay for that. But it didn't. But in Instagram, I'm telling you, so far, four people I've found that I'm like, oh, verified, cool. Like, there must be like big shots. And then I go into verified. They've verified like end of March. I'm like, mm, I see as a year. So it actually tells you when they're verified. Yeah. To be honest with you, also, should, like, right now, you're going to know that anybody who didn't have the tick and they got the tick now, they're paying for it. So, like, it's a bit you pathetic, be a though. I don't know. I think it's, it's a bit it pathetic. Sad. It's a sad move. And I think, what is it? I don't think it's going to survive, you know, like only people who just want to get recognition from others will probably go pay for that tick. But I think from the perspective of it helping your business, I doubt it would do anything. Yeah. I mean, because look, let's look at it this way. We create a new Instagram account, okay, for our business. And if we just get a tick immediately, people are not going to care. People care more about the content that you're creating and they're going to care about the quality of your content and what you're going to be putting out there, you know? So I think it's actually going to work against you to have that tick because people would think that, you know, you're not genuine. You just try to buy your way through to try and get that verification. You know what I mean? I agree. But I do think I have to admit that the people that were verified, when I saw like a story and somebody's verified, I had to click on their profile to see. Um, but even now, like, I'm do. still looking at like to see are they verif why they verified to see like, and the minute yeah. you see like, oh, they're verified, but they only have like 10K followers. I'm like, hmm, yeah, doesn't sound about right. And then you look yeah. into it, but obviously they're not verified. But I do think that a lot of people are using it because it's like, oh, you know, like I'd rather look verified than not verified. But it is, it is stupid in saying that. And yeah. I'll go yeah. back, circling back to like the thing about Elon. Look, I think he's the only reason why OpenAI is actually charging people money. So he has himself to blame, but because if you go back into the history of what happened, he pulled his money out when he already yes. promised him that he's going to give them the money. So he they, need, yes. they needed some way of funding, and that's why they actually had to go into a paid model. So even though he can speak the high horse about AI, but if he really cared about it, he would have kept his money in it, not taken yep. it out yep. from the project because they just had to do whatever to survive. And he yep. thought it was a conflict of interest with what Tesla's doing in AI to keep his money in it. So. Yeah, man, I don't know. There's like, a couple of interests is probably Twitter because Twitter has probably taken so much of his time. You know, that's big, that was a big distraction for him to And do. it's really not good, man. Like, I look, I, was, yeah. I wanted to say like it was better. I still think it's better to not censor people because I still think it should be an open voice. Like, I don't think some company with a certain agenda should decide what you can and cannot post. I'm, I'm, I agree with that. But at the yeah, same 100%. time, like, you know, he still has some people not there. Like, Kanye is still not there. So, like... Is he? No, he's not. Well, well, he went back and he said some bad stuff about like some things that we want to yeah. talk about. You can have a look for yourself. But 
look, I don't like. He obviously Kanye is trying to push an agenda, and his agenda is obviously like he thinks that he's not. You know, he hasn't been given a chance to explain himself or whatnot. And no matter what you think about Kanye, he's a great artist. I still think he's one of the best artists Agreed. around. And Agreed, whatnot. definitely. But now, in terms the other of thing, is this like yeah. I thought? So to talk to you, I thought Microsoft had a big play in the monetizing of the ChatGPT with Satya Nadella because obviously he's pushing hard to try and get it out there. And even the developers of ChatGPT, why did they go with? Because they're trying to compete with the. No, no but why did they even go with Microsoft? Ah, because they get a very huge funding. Yeah, uh, they wouldn't <laughs> have gone with dollars. Microsoft if they had enough funding to start with. You know what I mean? Like, the guy who made yeah. it is like a huge guy. Like, he's what's his name? The ChatGPT founder, Altman. Sam yeah, Altman? Sam Altman. He's he's the smartest guy. Like, he's he's done plenty. Yeah, of yeah. He was part of Y Combinator, but like he didn't make it. He was part of a group. Oh, that, yeah, you but, know, of geniuses. I think he's just a CEO. No, but he was one and, of the first people to step down from like what he was doing and say, "Look, I'm going to go focus yes. on this thing full time." And he yes, doesn't. Yes. Somebody in his position Why wouldn't do that if he didn't see a huge upside. Yeah. Clearly there was one. But yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, if you open the clinic, you and I open the clinic and I tomorrow say, hey, well, you know, I'm out. Good luck. And then you go mm. end up partnering up with a bigger company to keep you keep your lights on. Can I yeah. judge you for that? I don't think so. Like, obviously now. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not judging them. Like, but I think this, though, like, I'll tell you this. If Google wants to beat Chad GPT, they shouldn't monetize it. They should pull out because a lot of people right now are already on the Google platform. Okay. Just like right now, you can't change and jump off Apple and go to Android. Okay. And if it was me, I would be encouraging everybody in the Google industry to basically create something as good as ChatGPT, but keep it free because you're already capable on the platform. And if you don't make it free, then people are going to jump ship and they're going to go to Bing. Look, I agree with you, but I think you're not looking at the big picture here where Google has everything to lose and yes. small things to gain, whereas ChatGPT or OpenAI or even Microsoft being has everything, has to, gain. everything yeah. to gain and not much to lose. Like nobody uses Microsoft, not that I know about. So now everybody's yes. at least the browser. So now everybody's going back to the browser, <laughs> right? Everybody goes like straight. When I install my Windows, the first thing I do is install Chrome. The first thing I do is install Chrome. Like, that's no, 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 no. yeah, you install Chrome and you make it your default browser. Yes. It is the funniest thing. That is literally the first thing every single person does when they buy a new computer and they get rid of. I still what use called? Uh, Bing. Yeah, I still use Chrome on my iPhone. Like literally, I have Safari, and I know that Safari yeah. has. So Safari is good for in-app stuff. But it's not yes. good. But that's because they obviously make it. And look, I'm going to go on a sp yeah. specific rant about Apple Store later. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we will talk about yeah. that. Yeah, but like, look, I think like you know, forcing it onto people like that wasn't a great. It's like remember when Apple launched the was it U2 album that put on everybody's? Do you remember that? There was yeah, a no, Apple 100. percent Yeah, I mean like exactly. nobody likes to terrible. be shoved something like that down the throat. Yeah, no, yeah. no, down the throat exactly 100. percent And yeah, that's yeah. basically what Microsoft says. Like, hey, we're gonna put this all this bloatware on your my Windows as you install it. You have yeah. to do it. And now they're like, yeah. well, we have this nice thing called you know, Bing, and maybe you use it. I don't know. It'll be interesting, but. Chrome, like, unfortunately, I'll be honest with you, all these companies have just taken the wrong direction when it comes to, like, they all, I think that all they worry about is monetizing everything, you know? And if ChatGPT, like, I'll pay for it if it stays at a reasonable, um, what's it called, price. But if they keep hiking up the prices and then there's a competition where Google's going to offer it for free service, I'll jump onto that, you know? And Google's <laughs> been actually right now, pretty good. Economy. Google's really good in terms of all of the other stuff. Like, Google has never asked you to charge you for a search, they never did. They show you ads, but Imagine that's fine. That. But that's yeah. fair enough. They never done that. 
Your Gmail, yeah. have you ever had to pay for your personal Gmail? No, it's been running clearly no. and perfectly, performance great. For the, as long as you've had it, never had an issue yeah, with that. Yeah. They've had some fails, yeah. which is like they promised of once course. for you bought the, the Pixel. I think you had unlimited photos or whatever, and they failed on that. And you know, unlimited few, storage for photos, yeah. And they had that what's it called the social platform that failed as well. So they, they had their <laughs> own like success, failures, successes. But when they said something's going to be free, it's rarely that they actually flipped on you and said it's not free. Yeah, that's true, actually. You're right. Yeah. Whereas Apple, great in that sense. Apple does that. <laughs> Apple gives you something for free and eventually takes it away. That's what they do. They give you like, you know, Microsoft, uh, micro USB if you have to pay extra for it. If yeah, they give you like... Actually, yes, let's talk about that. That's one thing that's triggered me, you know? It is like, obviously, Apple is the biggest company in the world. Worth how many trillion now? Three? I don't know. Let's just, let's just yeah. keep it at one for, for, for reference. Was, no, 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 no. They're worth a lot. Like, honestly, I think it's $3 million. Anyways, so obviously the EU has pressured them to finally have USB-C on all their devices, okay? And for years, they've been able to dodge that, and now they finally agreed to it. So what they've done, actually, they if you buy the new iPhone or anything that's new from where it's got a USB-C, if you don't use the proprietary cables, your recharge speed is going to be reduced. You know, and you won't be able to charge at the fastest speed. So I don't know if you knew about that. You know, so for example, if tomorrow you buy, because you know, with the Thunderbolt, sorry, not Thunderbolt, uh, with their Lightning Lightning Bolt. So Lightning Bolt obviously got proprietary on it, and any small company that makes a recharge a charging cable, they basically get royalty from it. You know, and one of the biggest model was actually getting money from all these little companies producing all these little cords, and that's why they were fighting against the EU to change it to USB-C. That's why they're, they're the last company to change their phones to USB-C. But now they figured another way. All right, if you want to have USB-C, if you want to use the USB-C, you have to stick to our code so you can recharge it fully. Otherwise, you, we're going to drop down your charging speed. Do you know about that? No, I didn't check that. Has that been official yeah. or not yet? Because it's, it's official. 100 they haven't launched official. the USB-C iPhone for what they I haven't, know. but this is this is literally what's been uh, what's been doing because of that, obviously the they're putting it out there for anybody who wants to give a pilot. Say for example, Belkin, if they want to create a, a new code tomorrow, they'll have to pay royalty to allow them to charge the phones at the fastest speed. So they're controlling everything. That's the problem with Apple. Like I'll be honest with you, like this all started I think with Tim Cook. And Steve Jobs wouldn't, he wanted to innovate and produce beautiful products. Tim Cook now, I feel like they, they're losing their touch. They're losing their innovative quality. And they're just focusing more on monetizing every single aspect, you know, and, and controlling, I don't it. Like that. controlling, controlling like, everything. Yeah. I'm literally been going through the app store and like for anybody who doesn't know, I mean, I'm developing an app and I'm trying to launch it soon and I'll tell you all about it in another episode, but going through the app store and trying to explain why, like you're trying to publish an app, right? The app works yeah. perfectly on test flight, which is our test platform. And you, you know, you've seen the app. It's basically bug free. Yeah. I'm trying to launch it and they give you like these four reasons, right? And you're like, okay, reason number one makes sense. Reason number two makes sense. Reason number three, oh, maybe you'd misunderstood that. I'll give you, anyways, you fix them all up. Then they send you another list with new stuff. I'm like, why didn't you send me the whole list at the first beginning? Yeah. I, so yeah. <laughs> I can work on it. And every one of them takes a lot of time to make and a lot of time to justify. So yeah. like, it makes me wonder how many developers would go through this and say, you know what, screw this. I'm not going to even bother with Apple. I'm just going to go on yeah. Play Store because they don't have to ask as many questions. And if it doesn't work, yeah. people don't uninstall it anyway. So yeah. I don't see the need for them to like control. So for example, in-app purchases, right? 
I'm trying yes. to create like an option for in-app purchases, but the website, the user that I have now is a demo. So clearly I'm not going to charge somebody from the demo. So I gave them this demo user. I'm like, hey, this is in-app purchases, uh, the way it will look, the way it will feel, the UI, the UX, and the actual instructions. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, you know, you now that you showed us this demo and it's not going through our Apple, which means you're trying to like go through an unauthorized third party. I'm like, no, no, this is demo content. I'm trying to explain to you that this is not charging anybody money. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Yeah, they want to control yeah. everything. They want to control your app, how much you pay. If you pay, you have to go through them. And if you have to go through them, they have to take one third of the money. It's yeah. it's terrible. Like I think it makes me want to go away from an app mode. But the reality of it is like most people will yeah. still want that app. So and every time you pay for something on Apple, just remember the developer is getting like two thirds of that money, which is like crazy. No, no, it's like exactly it's a lot right. of money to think about for something that's, yeah. Practically, you've done, you've made, they just hosted. Yeah. Them. Yeah, exactly. To be honest with you, like, and I think sooner or later, it's just not going to work in their favor, you know? And I know, like, Apple is so powerful, but they're losing their roots and people are going to probably start shifting. If, say, for example, Microsoft starts taking over, and, you know, this is literally the biggest thing that's happened since the internet is ChatGPT and this AI. And if Apple's not going to keep up with that and innovate and they're focusing so much on just revenue, it's going to bite them in the ass. And it's going to definitely, I think the, the tide's about to change. Well, it's April now. So the Apple new announcement is going to be coming up soon in the WDCC. And like, we, we, we need to see what's going to come out because in the past five years, nothing amazing has come out, you no, know? No, they actually, MacBooks, MacBooks were a good outbreak. Like I think going from Intel to M1. Yes, that was a, that was yeah, a great yeah. innovation. But after that, nothing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, of course. And look, in innovation or not, that was meant to happen. If it wasn't Apple, it was going to be another company, you know? So like, if anything, it was just Intel were too far behind that they didn't, you know, improve their chips. And I don't think Apple did anything that was groundbreaking, but this chat GPT, I think is going to change the way of the world and it's going to, you know, shift things in a different way. I don't know if you heard about the new AirPods, what they're planning to do. <laughs> they, they just I saw the patent. I saw the patent. A little tell, screen, tell us a little bit know? about it. So basically there's been talks that there's a patent, that there's a little D screen on the new possibility of AirPods being on there. I don't think it's a new idea because I don't know if you know, I think JBL Audio already got a particular headphones, which actually got a little screen on it where you can control the music. But the thing about it is that music right now is all subscription based and it all works off your phone. So it's going to be hard to like, say, for example, you want to go for one, you don't want to take your phone with you, but you got your AirPods case, how are you able going to stream music, you know? So I don't know how good that's going to be and what the use of it would be, but it's pretty much just a, you know, an iPod shuffle. <laughs> another gimmick. In it. Literally, literally another gimmick. It's gimmicky. It's, it's like, it's gimmicky. And I, yeah. Have you ever tried to like go for a run with your Apple watch? No, I haven't. Like, yeah, tell me, like, does, it's uh, not great, can man. you download music? You, you can stream. Like, so the idea is with cellular, you technically have access to that. Yeah. You can take phone calls. You can do a lot of, but man, like, it's It's not like they sync. Like, sometimes you listen to a podcast and you try to go for a run and starts it all over again. It doesn't talk to your phone uh, okay. as, as good as I thought it would. Yes. And look, look, I still pay the whatever five dollars a month for the cellular because it has served me when my phone has died that I can still make yes. calls. I think that was great. Yes. I also think sometimes you, leave, you can leave your phone behind in a workout and not be worried about who's going to call because yes. you, know, you know you're going to get that connection. But yes, man, I don't know. I don't know if I want to like an AirPods case to be more than like I didn't even put my AirPods case with me. I put it back in the gym yeah. bag. 
So why would yeah. I bring it with me to a workout? Or and most people say that you know we handle our headphone cases completely different to the way we handle our phone. We're more delicate with our phone. With the headphone cases, you pretty much just throw it and chuck it in the bag and all. So. I think this is a sign that Apple is just, you know, lost touch. Um, they're running lost touch. Bravo. That's the best way to say it. I think they lost their touch because they just focus, like I said, you know, rather than listening to the engineers or the innovators, they probably listen to the sales team. And that's the, you know, that's the sign where, you know, the company is not heading the right direction. And, uh, and that's exactly what happened with Apple back in the day. That's where, that's why they lost all their, their, their stocks and they had to get Steve Jobs back because they weren't listening to the engineers and the innovators. They were just listening to the sales force and they ended up, you know, losing billions of dollars. So hopefully this will, you know, force them to change and maybe we can, you know, get more competition out there and uh, hopefully we'll start to work in the consumer's favor because right now we're pretty much slaves to all these tech devices. <laughs> it's true, man. It's true. Like I actually don't even use my AirPods as much as I ever did. Like I now have those bone conduction ones. I think it's called Aftershock. Yep. Honestly, yep. 10 times better. 10 times better because it's free. It's smarter than like it doesn't plug into your ears so you can still hear around you. Mm. You mm. can make audio calls with it. The battery is way longer than all the AirPods. Yeah. It doesn't feel nice to lie on it. So if you lie on your back, it feels like it pulls yeah. on you. But as, aside from that, it's my, literally my go-to. And yeah. I don't yeah. miss my AirPods. Like I can go my AirPods without them yeah. for a week. But aftershocks, I can go have a shower with them. I'm still listening to my audio. I don't know. Is I'm, it clear? It's fine. It's completely fine, man. Honestly, it's probably yeah. better than like AirPods in terms of like, you're still aware of your surroundings. So it's similar to wearing those yeah. ones. Like, you know, when yeah. you're wearing the old AirPods, they don't block yeah. your ears. Yeah. But I don't want it to block my ears. Like, I don't want to feel that pressure inside. One thing that's like terrible about the AirPods, and I've got the new AirPods Pro, the second version. Till today, I don't know if you've noticed, you know, you can go outside and they've got this noise cancelling feature and basically it can, the microphones can detect if there's loud noise and everything. So problem with that is every time I go outside, if there's a little bit of wind and if I'm talking to somebody, immediately it just muffles the microphone and it nobody can hear you. It does that to me as well. All yeah. the time. And I'm like, like, it's actually really terrible. So say, for example, I leave work, okay, and I need to call my girlfriend. From the time I leave the actual office to get to my car, she can't hear anything that I say until I get in the car. It's actually a nuisance. And I thought they'll upgrade that and they'll fix that in the new airport, but they haven't. But yeah, I think what is it? We just need better competition out there. I know. These, these, it's just the goddamn these, wire. These are the annoying. almighty. These are the almighty. Honestly, yeah. this has yeah. been the great invention of Apple. This is it. Gabby, also, do you know what I think was the best? Not the AirPods Pro, just the normal AirPods, you know, because they worked really well. They broke so often, though. That, that little thing. They broke thing, often because they were flimsy. Yeah, yeah that flimsy, little microphone right. at the bottom. Kept, like, yeah. you can't even clean it. So it gets cloggy and disgusting. And when yeah. you try to clean it, there's a mesh. That like you have to yeah. clean around and I don't know if you've seen those YouTube videos I have, but it's no, so <laughs> hard to clean. It's like, it's the stupidest design ever, but yes, they're way more comfortable than AirPods Pro, 100%. Have you tried washing it? No, nah, you can't. I wish you can. I would 100%. I'd put in bleach if I could. <laughs> Do you know what I found also annoying? Okay, at nighttime, I always love to jump on YouTube or watch something and I'm lying on the side because I sleep on the side. They get so annoying and I don't know if you know, but when you have a bit of pressure on the AirPods, it just muffles the noise and everything. So I have to take one of the ears out and I'm just lying on one side. And then when I flip to the other side, I have to swap it. So somebody needs to invent some really, really small, tiny AirPods or some sort of headphones that can go into your ear. They wouldn't feel them and they wouldn't come in the way when you're I'm trying to lie you, down. If, Air, if Aftershocks created something that goes around your ears, but yeah. just hooks something like this, 
Yes. They'll dominate the market. I'm telling you, they're yeah. so comfortable. Like you have no idea how easy it is to wear. Like yeah. I have AirPods normal, AirPods Pro. I've had plenty of other like things that go in your ear. Once it's not in yes. your ear, it's 10 times better. <laughs> not understandable. Well, there's a lot of technologies to be made. And uh, I think the only thing that's going to be concerning is the, the world way is going, sorry, the way the world's going with the microchips. Hopefully things will start to get better. There's talks that obviously India is going to be the new China and the new Silicon Valley. So well, hopefully, you know, that will start to go down because as you guys know, I'm trying to develop a hardware device and I need those prices to go down. So, but yeah, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I think, I think I'd rather we make them like I'd rather Australia, 100%. America, like I'd rather they make them than other countries. Like all they're doing is just seeing the whole story happen one more time, one in another place. Like, mm. you know, obviously the reason China became China or Taiwan became Taiwan is the fact that we outsourced into them. But now yes. with, with the improvement of AI and stuff and robotics, like I don't see why we can't streamline a microchip that we can make ourselves. That way we can control it. the government. <laughs> well, it is, it is. It's hundred percent the government, but like we spend more money on stupid stuff. Like, come on, like, you know, a few yeah. billion dollars for like a tunnel here and there, like we can make them. The thing is, it's not yeah, a yeah. priority. And yeah, now yeah. they're trying to push a whole carbon neutral, whatever, by still outsourcing to other countries. And uh, yeah. like, I don't know, like, I know it's getting dicey in this conversation, but I still think <laughs> we should go back to 100%. doing things ourselves. Yeah. I would rather buy a t-shirt made by the same country because that way the money yes. circulates around. Yes. You're not Support getting the money out of the country. Exactly. Make things that we people want. And I think whether it's America, USA, you know, UK, Europe, Australia, like countries Even should start. That, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't want another superpower to control that. You know, Australia needs to become self-sufficient and we've got so much resources and we've got so much ability to be able to dominate in so many different things. One of the biggest things we're dominating is agriculture. We're good at that. But unfortunately, when it comes to technology, we're really far behind and we definitely need to be investing more into that. And I think, you know, if we can speed up the where Australia is, if we were to build things in-house and that would support the country and put us in a completely different position. But unfortunately, yeah, we're, self, we're not self-reliant. We're relying on, you know, China for everything. We also what happened with COVID. From a doctor perspective, like I couldn't believe that there came a time where we actually couldn't have surgical gowns and we couldn't buy surgical gowns because everything was made in China. They had to, you know, they had to limit how much you could actually keep at hand or even order in. And it was a huge wake up call. And I hope maybe this would actually change the direction where Australia is heading because we have to. Something is going to give. It's true, man. There was a point that at the clinic, I couldn't get masks. I tried to call the digital health, sorry, national health telephone yeah. and try to ask for this stuff. There's none of that. So let's hope we go back to making things ourselves. I think people yeah. are still okay paying it just a little bit more for something that's inside. But you know what's an easy way to fix this? Just tax those things less. Just you want to make them in-house. Tax, <laughs> tax them less a little bit, right? Like if yeah. something in-house, tax them less than something from outside. Bam, you've solved a big problem. But exactly. You know, I don't know. Who knows? What do you guys think? Let yeah. us know in the comments down below and Hopefully, we'll get to see you in the next video. And I hope you liked exactly. this. I hope it wasn't too serious for you guys, but we are still posting every fortnight. So please hit the subscribe button if you're watching this on YouTube. And please follow us if you're like watching us. this on Instagram. Oh, sorry, um, to, um, all the other ones that you know, the Apple, Spotify, the all the above, yeah. find us. And if you have anything, just get in touch with us on Twitter or on the actual channels, and we will be in touch. Exactly.
great podcast, Osama. Thanks for your time. And I guess we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time as well. Thank you so much, guys. See you then. Bye-bye. See you later, brother.